Welcome Hi. back to another episode of Tea and a Chat with Harry and Zora. And Pat, woohoo! No, Pat, Pat's. It's just, just don't address it, okay? It's Harry and Pat. So today's episode is <laughs> <laughs> advice for starting full time vocational training in the performing arts industry. So that's whether you are an actor, a dancer, a singer, a musical theatre performer, whatever it is. I don't know. What else is there? Um, um, there's all sorts. Puppeteer. Um, I just was a puppeteer at school. Sorry, did you say is there? Yeah, I wonder. I bet there probably is. There's all sorts of um, physical theatre. But then I suppose as well, it goes... That was... Um, We'll just jump into discussing our beverages for the day, shall we? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I did not expect it to make that noise. Um, Zara's drinking water out of a, a litre water bottle. It's got like a straw on it. Well, I won't touch that for the whole time. No, episode. no, no, you just drink up. It doesn't matter. But that's what it is. That's what that noise <laughs> is. Um, what drinks do you have, Harry? Well, I've got two. I've got lemon water, which is just Ooh, water with lemon, lemon juice. Water. Yeah, it's very good for you. Yeah. Um, Good job. And I've got an Earl Grey tea. I'm actually doing tea with the chat properly. Well, well actually, it depends on whether people how people feel about Earl Grey tea. Yeah. Do you it's love true. it or hate it? I was brought up on Earl Grey tea as my starter. It just tea. doesn't beat an English breakfast, or does it? Well, I prefer it personally, but I, I suppose that edges into the. It's quite floral, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. So I end up in the herbal kind of range, naturally. <laughs> but going back to, I was going to say before we start talking about drinks I think training could be all sorts in the sense of it not just literal performing uh, disciplines that you know this could be relevant don't get me wrong I don't think either of us had an understanding of it but this could be relevant to people like stage managers lighting yeah. engineers you know tech side of things because I mean I imagine it's this you know bits and bobs of what we talk about that might be relevant and might be the same I, I feel like we should look into this maybe chat to some people because I mean yeah. like when I was training we had alongside it there was a stage management course applied theatre course and uh, among many others and in our third year shows we were paired up with uh, the stage managers you know they, they were the stage managers for our shows and quite cool actually it was all like a big collective kind of effort so we did not have that no it just depends what I guess it's on access where yeah. you are but I'm, I'm sure it's not the same everywhere but you know it's it, as always if you get something from this which hopefully you do take it if you don't then fair enough it's not for thanks you thanks for being here anyway might, might be worth something in the future yeah thanks for listening though so should we crack on with it yeah I feel like We'll both have a bit to say because it'll obviously be different for yes. dancers and actors. Well, yeah, we'll come from that perspective, I guess. But okay, so what's our first point then? Well, why don't you start by telling us how did you prepare for when you went to drama school? I guess you did a foundation year as well, didn't you? So yeah, that's maybe, true. Actually, were they I different? Suppose, so were they- I feel like so I did like an unaccredited foundation course, which was described as like a drama school prep, which I guess is what it is. But it was standalone; it wasn't linked with any drama school. I didn't get any sort of official qualification, if you like, from it. 
Um, but it was definitely, um, definitely what helped me get into drama school. Um, it's weird when I think about what I did for preparation. I don't remember doing preparation for that. I mean, I must have done because it was a course where we did, we did do dancing, we did singing, um, and all that other stuff as well, which I didn't do necessarily do primarily in my three years. I really it feels like such a long time ago. Like it was. <laughs> I can't think about. I must have prepared some songs or something. I feel like that's what we would have prepared something songwise for the start of our course at least. But then for my three year training, I remember getting a reading list, stuff mm. like that, along with some other bits. But I don't remember having loads to do. But like mentally, physically, how did you prepare? I don't mean like oh, with I don't, a, I don't think I necessarily did anything. I think I was all if on if I'm honest, I think I was a bit in shock. Like it didn't feel real that it was happening. because mm. um, it's like especially having done the foundation bit before uh, and even training with you know that same tutor before I did the foundation with her like coming to drama school or performing arts college was always the the sort of the main target I guess and then for it to then become like oh this, this is now going to be my reality it was a bit like oh, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't really process it until I was there. I think even when I was there, it took me a, a couple of months to be like, I'm I'm here, yeah, and this is happening. I've moved away from home. This is, do you know what I mean? Like it, I didn't really process it. I think or absorb it instantaneously. Well, I guess with hindsight, would you have changed anything? Would you have done more, done less to prepare? Um. I mean, uh, that's hard. I feel knowing what I know, I probably would, but I feel like it's difficult because at the time, maybe not. I don't know. I think I might have been a bit more. If I was to go back right now and do it again, I think I'd look over what had to be done, what had to be prepared, and or whatever, and then sort of. I think just keep doing stuff that I enjoyed would probably be my best preparation regardless of what was required to be prepared for the start of the first term first year I think I would have just carried on doing things I enjoy because I think that's important to keep that because I think you're going to be naturally have all sorts of different emotions and feelings mm. because you're about to start something completely new um, I d- I've just had a th- remem- remembered though that like in my first week, which is sort of like an induction, we had an induction week, you know, getting, getting all sorts of different things sorted. I remember, I think it was on our last day, or I think the last day, the Thursday or Friday, we had, well, so you meet all these new people for the first time, you sort of working out who you're friends with, whatever, and then at the end of the week we all had to do a monologue and a song in front of all, all our new peers, which was nerve-wracking as hell. I remember that. That's just popped into my head. But that was sprung on us last minute, so you didn't necessarily have time to prepare for that as such. We found out probably on the Monday that that, that was what was going to happen. But, yeah. It's quite fun. I do have a reckon picture it in my mind. Which is, I guess, why I've said I probably would have kept doing what I enjoyed, because I think mm. I would have been like, oh, yeah, I can do this, oh, yeah, I can do that, rather than finding out on the Monday and being like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. Always have something in your back pocket. It's kind of a... All other things, I guess. Anyway, let's let's. Uh, what about you? Um, I feel like I was very aware that I was 
I was so excited to start with. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so happy. I'm mm. going to get to dance every single day. Like, I was so grateful I didn't have to go to a normal uni like all my friends. Yeah. And, like, I was just like, this is what I want to do. And I'm so, I didn't expect to get in. So I was so excited. Um, but I guess on the other side of that, I knew I was going into a very competitive environment, which then I was like, so stuck on the fact that like, I, I was stretching every day I was which is not a bad thing no. I was like I set all these like new year resolutions sort of it's like this is who oh, I'm yeah. going to be this is what I'm going to do it's going to be nothing but good positive experience you know like a redefining moment yeah of like, this is, yeah, this is yeah. going to be who I am I'm going to re- redo my identity kind of thing exactly I, I still remember doing that and then I got there and I was like <laughs> <laughs> Like first day and I was just so consumed and everything that <laughs> none of that happened. Um, it's not bad. To, it might have some of it might have happened like subliminally though. Maybe you yeah, weren't aware of it because there's lots of stuff going on. I wasn't. I didn't go in in the right mindset. I went in like, oh, I've got to prove myself. I've got to be better than other people, and I've got to, you yeah. know, I've got to stand. I've got to make sure that the tutors like me and blah blah blah. Whereas I should have just gone in and been like. I'm going into first year. I've got so much to learn. There's so many new mm. people, you know. Yeah. So that's probably one thing I'd change. Um, it's just to chill out for a minute, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like go in with an open mind. And yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Is I mean, it... we had the same thing, like we had kit lists and all that. But I guess this podcast is about preparing yourself mentally for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything you would have done differently? Well, just what I said then about just being a bit more chill and mm. being more myself focused than outwardly focused, um, which is hard to do. And it's yeah. obviously it's an anxious thing starting a nervous thing, starting a new a new course, new people, and yeah. it's it's not like going it's... to university. And I mean, I guess there'll be some things that are very similar, but. Like, for example, if you went to university to, to be a primary school teacher, sure, you've got the pressure of making friends and whatever, but you're not, like, looking over and being like, oh, they've got better notes than me. Oh. <laughs> Whereas when you go to a, a, a yeah. performing arts school, you've got to do your monologue in the first week where you're 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 mm. instantly being judged. Like, we had a thing. Our induction freshers week was all about streaming, so we got streamed into different ability classes so the whole week you were going to a hip-hop class a tap class a ballet jazz and depending on your ability was depended on where you were placed for the rest of the year which is obviously a mm. lot of pressure and a lot of well it's, it's a highly competitive way to start exactly. your training because I, I obviously we weren't streamed as such we would mm. This is like, and these these were the lessons. We're all going to do the same thing, which I guess, in a sense, you were as well. But you put in different. Yeah, we all did the same that. classes. It was just some were, might have been a bit harder than others, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess that isn't a bad thing in the sense of aiding development, but I get why they did it because, as well, that there was a real mix of abilities in yeah. my in the sense of that there was some people who were amazing at. Hip hop, or like, I don't know. I've done like a lot of commercial sort of really fierce dancers, but I'd never done a ballet class. 
Yes, I suppose. So you you can't like I was absolutely rubbish at hip hop. I could not. I still can't hip or hop. I I it's just not. <laughs> I feel my, like that sentence epitomises. <laughs> it's just not my thing, and I feel like to be put in a class with like people who were probably well, to be fair I was in the end, but like right off the back to be put in a class of people that were just amazing. I would have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I'm better at ballet, so if I had been in a class of people who had never done ballet before, you know what I mean? It, yeah. would it, it wouldn't have benefited either of us. Tell me tell me if I'm wrong in what I'm about to say, because it made me think, so if you, in a commercial class, right, like you say, it's fierce, it's like feisty, it's sassy, all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like if you're a fighting kind of personality and you want to push yourself, you're not maybe quite the top level as somebody else in your group, you've got that it's like a tight style of dance in which you can like fight almost you know I mean yeah you see like these things sometimes on youtube or wherever like a dance-off style thing do you know what i mean mm. you don't necessarily see that in a ballet context so i guess what i'm asking is do you think there's more of a again depending on your personality do you think there's more of a like a option not options the wrong word like a, a way of pushing yourself in a fiery way in a commercial class that there isn't necessarily in a ballet class or is that just me making no, it inaccurate yeah you know? i i don't necessarily agree with that i think um it's at the end of the day it's all how you apply yourself in that class mm. like just because ballet doesn't look maybe as aggressive it's still you still just are putting as much energy in just in a different yeah. way yeah. you can still push yourself in in that sense um i guess the energy is channeled in a different way yeah yeah okay um that's a comment coming from someone who doesn't really understand <laughs> and as well like if you like i know you're talking about the 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 sassy fieriness of whatever right but that's that's just a persona you put on when you're dancing most of the time like it's yeah. not it's, it's it's performance. It's isn't it? part. <laughs> it's part of that style. That's yeah. what it is. And I think sometimes when people are good and confident in that style, that comes out more. People mm. like me who are like, I just want to be in a leotard and tights and have my hair in a bun. Who wasn't confident doing that? I didn't have that, but it's just because I didn't have that persona yet. You know, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Whereas maybe in a ballet class, I would have had that exact same persona. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In a different currently doing format um, kind of thing ballet breezes with my hands <laughs> i don't know why that that shouts aggression to me but <laughs> oh, maybe it does nah anyway don't know what that had to do with starting your training but oh no gone off on a tangent. it was a question of mine it popped into my head no no it's good um, to know it's good to know um anyway where were we we we're chatting about well i guess then what advice would you give yourself back then um, if you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice or if you could give one piece of advice to people starting out now I think I'd probably I don't really know how to word it but I think it would be in the, along the lines of like go open and like roll with it like mm. try your best to hit the ground running because I think that way you'll get the most from things but also within that don't be afraid to fall down and pick yourself back up because that's, that's the, the point, point. Is which I don't think is necessarily emphasised so much you're not meant to go into training and be be you know the finished well, it's the whole of... point isn't it is you, you learn through failure mm. um, 
again, I feel like it, it's it's a tough thing to. I'm speaking very generally right now when I say this. Like, I find it. How can you judge an art form when everything's so open and interpretive? You know, how yeah. how do you fail at something that you might some one person might see as amazing what you've done, one person might see as something like, oh, well, that's not. Yeah. What? It obviously depends. There's there'll be more context to what I'm saying, but. I feel like that's why I feel like you should be open to everything um, you know open to someone thinking it's good someone thinking it's bad open to tripping yourself up and being okay with doing that yeah it's so easy to say <laughs> no I think that would be my advice as well is just be gentle with yourself I feel like there's so much pressure just from mm. whatever to even even if it's not said you just feel this pressure of Oh, I'm starting something new. I want to be good. I want it to go well. I want to get on with everyone. I want everyone to like me. Yeah, but I also lot, want it. Like, yeah, I feel like you've just got to be it, gentle with yourself and enjoy it. And it's so it is fun. It is. Yeah, and like, it will be over. But three years sounds like a long time, but it's also not that long. It will, you'll be done before you know it. And I think enjoy. I think if you enjoy it, you're going to get more from it at the end of the day. Yeah, there's going to be highs and lows, but. And you always talk a bit about, which I don't know if I felt, no, I did feel similar in the sense of there's sort of a, a bubble that you're in while you're training. Yeah. And I think enjoy that bubble, like enjoy that. It's, it is a, at the end of the day, it is a safe space to mm-hmm. fall down and try again and practice new things, find out who you are as a dancer, actor, singer, as a person and like let just soak up that energy in that bubble before you have to go out of that bubble yeah. and be in the real world you know and character building isn't it i guess pushing Definitely. yourself and yeah i do think though if you can if you can get through three years of training and still want to perform and like like addition and everything at the end then that's a win you know like that's yeah. you know you're on the right track you know you're doing the right thing because a lot of people go to training and be like actually this isn't for me this is yeah that's a lot true. of work that's very that true. I didn't want to put in and you know people yeah. learn different things about themselves along the way yeah I think that's true actually that's a good point to mention a lot of people and I think this goes for many different factions you know not just performing but in many different ways you'll have people who come and do a course in whatever and then get through their first term and be like no this isn't for me through their first year second year even finish the whole three year course if it is a three year course and then be like actually no which is completely okay absolutely if it takes you that long to work it out there's nothing wrong with that the point is you worked it out and that's that's the main thing yeah um do what makes you happy and all that absolutely absolutely big advocates (laughs) (laughs) um i guess something you can talk about a bit because Mm-hmm. Well, I trained where I trained. It's funny, we we were talking about this a lot when we were planning out this podcast because I trained in Scotland, so like it's different how it works, I guess, in the sense of like the well, again, I went to like a private sort of school, not private school in that sense. What? How do you explain it? Like a, it wasn't connected to some sort of university. Like an ind- independent. Yeah, it was like because in Scotland you don't necessarily pay for your 
university education but then I had to pay to go to this place because it was private. I think a lot of generally speaking many uh, schools, drama schools, drama colleges, whatever performing performing arts places are not necessarily funded by um, what's the word? Council? Not the council, the uh, student loans company and all the rest of the you know that when you go to normal university, you get your student loan and all the rest of it. I don't think all colleges are funded or, or have that same method. Some of them are generally sort of private in the sense of you pay your fees to this school and yeah. you don't get a loan necessarily. Yeah. I don't know much about it yeah. because I, I will we'll get, get into, into mine in a minute. Much, but... Yeah, I don't, mine wasn't like that because you still got your loan and everything. But mm. I think the difference is in Scotland, you don't actually pay for your university education like you would get in in England tell me if I'm wrong you would get your loan and everything and that would go towards paying for your yeah that's right whereas we still get our loan and stuff in Scotland but that's ours the education is paid for so what's the loan for yourself for your student living for whatever oh I see so it's a student loan that's not for the tuition it's for yeah it's a bit like a you don't, a maintenance loan. Yeah, you don't pay for your tuition at all. Oh. Um, but obviously, because I went to a private school, I was uh, my tuition wasn't paid for. I had to pay that myself. Although I got a student loan, so I could use that for yeah, that. Yeah. You know, it it worked out in the end. But anyway, my point I was making was I stayed at home to save some money because I was paying for that. Whereas you moved out, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. I I moved away from home to Birmingham lived in student halls and then in student housing for a couple of years um which is a big thing yeah uh, so definitely it's a, a big experience. thing you have to prepare for yeah um you know you you'll find out about if, if you're not doing it already you'll find out sort of how to just you'll figure out your own little routines and ways of doing things and your cooking you you're doing your washing do you know what i mean like that life things that you'll carry on doing for the rest of forever which you may have been doing at home already or not I don't know um but that was that was not weird I don't really know how I felt about it it's just an extra layer to everything you're already feeling there's so much going on that it's just a part of it and I think that's part of what I was saying earlier in the way I didn't necessarily process everything completely straight away because it's like all of a sudden, you know, I'm in student halls. I'm living with these five, sorry, four random people. Um, but in the in the realms of that, I was kind of quite lucky because in my student halls there was, as I say, five of us in total, including myself, and me and two others in my um, in my bit were in the same year on the acting course. Mm. So it's like I'm with two of my peers, which is kind of good in a way. Because it's like automatically we've got someone to talk to, someone to relate to. Not that that is a necessity. And then the other two girls were on the applied theatre, so we were all part of the mm. of uh, Birmingham School of Acting, as it was at the time. Um, so there was a bit of a underlying connection there, but it was a nice group of people, and it was like it was everyone's in the same situation pretty much. Mm. So you know, obviously some people are more confident than others. Da, 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 da. In terms of preparing for that, like advice for starting and advice for uh, how would you prepare for moving out? Like, what do you wish you'd known back then? What do you wish was different? Oh. 
I honestly don't really know. I think for some reason, one of the things that pops into my head, which is still a thing I find now, actually, when I move to different areas, because I used to do a lot of singing at home all the time. I, when I moved to a new place, it was like, I feel like I can't sing here. Like you have to warm into the, the area and sort of get a feel for, do you know what I mean? Well, for me, it's like singing in your bedroom is very different than singing in your room that you've then moved into when you've got someone you've never really, you don't know next mm. door on one side and then the same on the other side. Rooms very close together. It's like, obviously they're going to hear you. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I found that very like exposing, like when I would sing at home, it was a place where you can experiment, you can get things wrong. To So to find that, the comfort and security of that in a new space took time mm. um, but then that's like we've already said as one of the things that then goes along with everything else with you now I've got to do shopping for one person which I've never done before in my life um, I'm co- I'm cooking for myself which I, I mean I'd cooked before but I never sort of uh, it's just new like uh, I don't remember having any recipe books or anything I think I just sort of did my own thing but that would maybe one thing is like get a good recipe book, get something you kind of. Yeah. I do think that, you know, learn how to cook if you don't know how to cook. Yeah, I've only learned how to cook in the past year and I'm still rubbish at it. I recommend starting to. Honestly, I think knowing how to cook is really important. You know, you what you put into your body is going to affect how you apply and work in your course. So a big aspect for me is that, you know, make sure you've got good diet and everything don't get me wrong go out and enjoy yourself because the parties and drink and <laughs> yeah. come home and eat pizza I'm sure but, do your thing yeah but i think also if you you know you have that knowledge you'll probably save money if you're eating out all the time you're gonna burn through money very quickly which students are always generally but i guess that's another thing poor. is knowing how to budget yeah that's true i've definitely learned how to budget like have but that's something i would prepare before you go is like budget this is how much i need to spend every month whether that's fees or living or whatever it is this yeah. is how much i need to make like do i need to get a job this is all things that you can prepare before you go you know yeah um because i had to work on the weekends as well when i was training mm. just because you lived at home is that yeah yeah i lived at home but i still had to pay my fees so it was having to earn extra money and yeah you know all the extra things that come along with it so how how was that living at home like along with training just does that um yeah I, I think in for a lot of people it's it was the, in my course that did it, it was a positive because we were obviously we were having these long hard days and then we could go home to our own usual comforts. We weren't yeah. going somewhere You've got else. Familiarity like, to come back yeah. to. Which I guess, people. I guess like the the other people who had moved to halls and everything, they had that eventually in time. Like after three years, that was then their normal. But yeah. I guess it was nice like to go home and you had your family. Like bless my dad, he would pick me up after a long well every day and like <laughs> you know I, I it, it was little things that I maybe took for granted at the time but mm. I didn't have to worry about getting myself home after training it's I didn't have good, to actually. yeah very so, lucky second and third year I used to cycle to and from I, it is really something I took for granted because like 
our our college days some days were from eight in the morning until half past eight at night right and <laughs> it wasn't close to me like it was I would have had to get at least two city. buses yeah, yeah I would have had to even further like it, it was quite far out so just little things like that I think was I'm, I'm grateful that I lived at home for yeah like coming home and having like home cooked meals and yeah, I suppose that's why you wouldn't necessarily need yeah, to learn. Yeah, that's why I don't know how to cook now because I never did it. No, but. but then you know that's it. I think embrace that, enjoy that. If you've got luxury of that, one thing it does make me want to ask though is, did you ever feel like you were left out in some way of the people who were living in halls? Was um, it or any elements of? Do you know what I mean? Did you ever feel like you were missing out on something in that respect? Because I think a lot of people will go to you know whatever if it's uni, college, whatnot. And that's part that's part of the experience of going. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Do people sort of talk about that sometimes. Do you ever feel like you missed anything in that regard? I feel like I didn't simply because it was so many people that were doing the same. Like I would say mm. we were quite evenly split between half of us that lived at home, if not a bit more, and half of us that um had moved into some sort of junior halls or whatever. Um but it, I mean there was people that travelled like some of my friends from Dunfermline, which, well, Kirkcaldy, sort of, like up past the bridge, you have to get a train in every day for like an hour. And remember, if you have ballet eight, that means you're going to have to be on the train by half past six at the latest, probably earlier than that, six o'clock, to even get to the place on time. Because then once you get to the train station, you've got to get a bus to the the yeah. building. And then... Then you'll like, have to do that so, another uh, reverse on the way back. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I never felt like I was missing out because there were so many of us that were doing that. Yeah. Um, but God, yeah, can you imagine, like, doing all that travel? So there wasn't, like, any, like, I don't know. I mean, did you still, like... So I'm trying to ask is, you know, there would have been, like, little student hall parties and things. Do you oh, ever, you, we just went, just, though. Just went and then yeah. you'd go crash, you'd stay, yeah. go home afterwards. The thing is, like, the... You were never excluded from whatever was going on. That yeah. we were we were a really small year. Like in the end, we graduated as fifteen or sixteen. So oh, wow. we we were small, and everyone was invited and part of everything. I think. Um, yeah, I do, I think if it, I, I, I'm finding it hard to answer because I think I never thought about it at the time, and if I did feel in that way, I think I would have done something about it. Like I think especially by second and third year came around my friends were moving out into like house seats rather than halls and I could have gone with them if I had really wanted to but yeah I think that's a good thing though if you didn't notice it because it means you were doing probably what's right for you I and I think that's important to stress that whatever mm. you situation whatever you live in situation when you're training just do what's right for you 100%. and I think you'll probably discover that along the way like oh this works for me I love going out the weekend every weekend or oh, I'll maybe go out once every other weekend or as an example do you know what I mean yeah I do sort of remember feeling like because I worked on the weekend and a lot of people didn't that was the one time where I was like well if everyone's going out on a Saturday night I had to be up to do children's parties at eight on a Sunday you know it was like yeah I found that, that was probably harder than anything else, but it was nothing to do with my living situation. It's just a work. So you worked alongside. Do you want to talk more about that, or is it just literally just? It just I think a lot is of what it do. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we used to. We had 
thinking about it now, I, I really don't know where I found the energy to do it all. I just, I loved training, like I loved going into the college every day and doing classes as much as those days where I was like, oh my God, this is horrendous, I'm so tired, whatever. Yeah. At the end of the day, I loved doing that. Like I, I was so grateful that that was my life. And again, working on the weekends allowed me to do that. So it just, I sort of fell into a routine, but yeah, we used to do 12 hour days and then Monday to Friday and then work Saturday, Sunday. It's a lot. It's full on. Need your breaks. Yeah, <laughs> nah, it wasn't for all the bad. Period. I did have a lot of like Sundays off every now and then and stuff, so it wasn't yeah. too bad. But yeah, it's a lot. It's intense. Mm. That's the point of it, isn't it? It's intense. I think it's good to note at this point that like whether you're moving out or not moving out, like we've done both, and either's fine. You know, like yeah, yeah, they both work. Not... There's no right or wrong way. Yeah, of doing it. Um, yeah, you can absolutely live at home, live away. Obviously, obviously, some some it depends where you go, doesn't it? You might be required to live away. So, <laughs> I feel like most people are. I was qu- I'm yeah, really quite generally. lucky where I was that I there was such a big school and opportunity there. Because if not, I would have had to go. Hmm. Hmm. I think that again, I think we circle back to the main point: is you just you do what's right for you. You don't have to, you know, if you're close enough to live at home and that feels right, do it. But even if you're close enough to live at home and you want to go live in halls or wherever, you know, go do that. There was lots of people that did that. Yeah. Obviously, I suppose it then comes into can you afford it and all the rest of it, which comes back into like budgeting. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got to, yeah. It's it's very unique to the individual, isn't it? I feel. Mm. So it's, which is, I guess, why we're like, be open, do what's right for you. But I suppose. In hindsight, you kind of got to work that out for yourself at the same time. And one thing I'd say as well is explore every option, even if you think it's not possible to you. And I say this in the sense of, like, I never thought I was going to be able to go to this school that I went to because I couldn't afford to go. And I didn't realise that I would get so much of a loan. If I hadn't looked into that, I wouldn't have. Mm. Like, there was definitely a point where I was like, well, I'm not even going to audition because... I can't afford to go to it and it just it happened to work out and I think say if I decided that I wanted to move out with my friends or whatever that would have worked out in some way too I think you just need to explore those options and don't oh. cut anything off if, if in your gut you're like I really want to go to this place and I really want to live here but 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 and you're telling yourself all these things yeah just go just try just see explore what the options are like do your research about it. Is it going to work? Can I do this? Can I do that? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you don't go and explore or audition or whatever the, the option may be, it won't be an option in the long yeah. run. So, you know, you may not realistically be able to do it in a feasible way. But like you say, if you don't go and do it, then it won't be a thing at all. Yeah. So, again, like like you said earlier, oh, life's too short. Go and try for it. Places have scholarships. Places have different ways of potentially, you know, if you if they get given to you, you know, you just never know. You never. Yeah. I think that's the point: is that you just never know what open. could happen. Yeah. So go with your arms open and allow what comes in to come in, and then dispose of what you don't need. <laughs> so yeah, to to sum up, Harry, what would be your like? 
top pieces of advice then from everything we've said. So you're we're chatting to all those people who are about to start a brand new course in September. Uh, like top tips kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think be prepared in the sense of living prepared. Uh, I'm sure there's like you can go on. You'll probably get stuff from wherever you're training. Get a little like life moving to uni list whatever yeah things that because there'll be things on there that you don't even necessarily think of one that comes to my mind when i looked at this was like get a pack of cards because it's like you can play cards with people you, you know, it doesn't have to be cars per se but do you know what i mean but yeah i think having all those little things like if, if you're as physically like tangible little things prepared for that it'll make the other things easier you've got less yeah. to think about yeah learn how to learn how to cook <laughs> Do you know, Boring. I have never. I have these little things prepared. If you've got a summer to get yourself set, obviously you might be going on holiday, or whatever. But there'll still be time to get things together, get yourself in a in a mindset. You'll probably be added into things like Facebook groups or WhatsApp chats of your New Year group. Yeah. And you might be able, if someone's nearby, you might be able to go meet up with them. This is interesting, actually, that you mentioned that because. One thing I did, which I would highly advise you not to do, like if I could go back and change it, <laughs> is I was obviously added to a Facebook group with everyone who was going to be in my year, and that was all the courses. So I was on dance course, but there was loads of other courses as well, and we're all putting together. And I stalked them for hours. I went through everyone's Facebook page. I was like, are they going to be in dance course? Are they going to be in dance course? Are they good looking at their videos? Like... I was obsessed with just wanting to put my best foot forward in a sense of like I wanted to be good and mm. it was so toxic and not what like I was already competing I hadn't even met these people I didn't even know if they're on my course and I was already <laughs> comparing myself and like yeah I, I don't think that's perhaps the best thing to do but that, that's I seen that at the time as preparation for going to dance mm. school and I'm here to tell you that is not preparation that is <laughs> a surefire way to make yourself feel like crap you know yeah yeah okay well that so that's a good thing don't do that <laughs> go meet people and find out who they are work yeah. out their abilities and all the rest of it later this is the th- other things where you know, relationships will develop and you might be really close to someone in your first year and then find out actually hmm, they're fine but they, they, I, I get on more with this other person and that that's a life thing. Yeah. Don't let that affect your training too much. I mean, it's going to, let's be honest. Oh, gonna, it doesn't have to. It doesn't such. have to, but I'm definitely, well, in my experience, there's a multitude of, you know, relationships, ins and outs of different things. And that's, that's both in regards to friendships, you know, intimate relationships would happen and not happen. And do you know not what I mean? Not on a dance course, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> But I think that's that's life, isn't it? But just, you know, you'll do what you want to do, but it might be worth bearing in mind you've got three years. So yeah. You, these people will be potentially, I don't know, what if you end up doing a, a duologue? If, you know, from an acting perspective, you end up having a big fallout with someone and then your third year, they're someone you're doing your, a scene with in a showcase, you know? Might yeah. be really good for the seed, I don't know, but just be aware of that kind of stuff, you know. Decisions and actions will affect things. And I think my advice would just be to spend the summer or however long you have working on yourself in whatever sense. Work on your self-belief, work on 
your, I guess, your own abilities. Work on your, like, approach to things and, I don't know, look inwardly, do some work on yourself and I think that's the best way to set yourself up. You'll, you'll head into the, the training environment environment thinking how can I better myself how can I get the most out of this rather than looking at it as how can I I'm going to be better than that person yeah Yeah. how can I be the best how what are they thinking of me what can I do to make them like me what can I and I think you need to switch that from the very start you Mm. need to I think that's a very good thing to say because at the end of the day once those three years are done you may never see any of those people ever again true and whilst you may compete with them to better yourself if that's one way of looking at it or whatever you do at the end of the day, when you're out there in the industry, the only person you're going to really compete with is yourself. Exactly. You know, you're the only person who can do what you can do in the way you do it. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and no one else can do that. So, you know, if you think about it in that way, it doesn't matter what Joe Bloggs who you trained with for three years is doing, whether they're Good doing quotation job. marks more successful than you. That's just your journey is yours. And it will cross and intertwine with others, but the the journey is always going to be yours, and that's exactly. That's the, I think, yeah, that's worth the main focus of your psyche. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it. I think that's a a valid point in. Mm, I agree. Where your energy should go. I hope there's some interesting points to take from this for people because I feel like this is a little bit different to how we normally yeah. talk about things. We normally are a bit more sort of perhaps constructive in like, oh, oh, we recommend do this, do that. Whereas this has been a bit more of a chat about our experiences yeah. and how we would perhaps think in hindsight or maybe a yeah. recommend applying. We want you to learn from us in a sense, you know. Like we've done mm-hmm. it, we've been there and we want you to... We've had different experiences in that mm-hmm. way as well, you know, diff- differing kind of journeys. Um, so hopefully you can get something from it. I think if any, as always, if anyone has any questions or something you want to ask, something that we haven't said that you might feel we can answer, please get in touch, let us know. Um, we will absolutely get back to you. Um, yeah. yeah. Good luck if you're starting. Yeah, good luck. Enjoy it. It will so be brilliant. It's fun. It is fun. Just go oh. in and be excited. That we, I'm excited for you all. You yeah. Know? It'll be amazing. It's a new adventure. It will be amazing, yeah. Anyway, we'll (laughs) see you next week. We will see you next week. With Harry and Zara and Pat once again. Just Harry and Zara. (laughs) And hopefully, who knows what we'll be drinking, but I'm sure we'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you have a great weekend. Whatever Um, you're doing. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Tina Chat with Quartz Academy. If you have any questions or things you want to know, visit our website at www.quartzacademy.co.uk or email us info at quartzacademy.co.uk. You can also find us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Thanks for listening. We're so happy you're here. See you next week. Bye. Bye.